Welcome to the Personal Best Podcast, powered by Jets Australia. I am Bart. I'm going to be one of your hosts. This Jacob is here <laughs> checking in as the second host. <laughs> and we have producer Mick uh, over the other side. Hello, which how you, are you? You guys can't see. Maybe one day they'll see your face, Mick. Maybe. Now, in this podcast team, we answer all of your fitness questions. We are here to get you in the best shape of your life in the fastest time possible done the Jets way. So we touch aspects through all realms of health and fitness. And if you do have any questions you want to ask, reach out to us on our social channels and we'll answer your questions for you. Be as detailed as possible. How is your training going? It's going well, but I haven't I'm, asked you in a while. No, I'm going, I'm doing my summer shred currently. Hey. So I'm cutting back from the old eat anything diet. And going more of a reserved, but maintaining my strength and not eating chocolate. I do, I do got to say that eat anything diet is one of the best. Diets yeah, it was there. fun while it lasted, but you got to get that summer bod ready. Have you always been into fitness? What's 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 your story? Um, I've been into sport, always in, in sport, and then kind of high schooler, early yeah. teen person getting into fitness. Just you know, average. Yep. Doing going through the motions, but then really. As time's kicked on, getting more and more into fitness mm. as the year goes by. What about you, Mick? What's, what's your fitness relationship, your fitness story? Um, well, growing up, I was always really into netball. Played netball a lot from mm-hmm. probably... Jacob plays netball. Yeah, I'm a netball. <laughs> I'm basically Mick's a netball. netball pro, pro, aren't you? Um, started netball probably uh, year one or two. Uh-huh. And then probably finished playing when I was... 18, 19, moved to uni, uh, then kind of got into the gym and into running a little bit more. So I've done a couple of half marathons, Mm. so I don't mind my running, um, but I find the gym really helps me, um, I guess, with my knees and my ankles and all that stability um, and movement involved with running. The Pilates and gym Mm. has helped a lot with that, so... It's really important. Yeah. Like I've been, I've been toying with this concept of the seasons of training quite a little bit, and um, the concept is really cool. And the really good manifestation of the seasons of training is, and it's good to understand. You know, the seasons of training change throughout your life. You know, you start with netball, you you don't play netball anymore. You do a bit of running, you do a bit of strength, and it should because that's the way the seasons work. They change. But a good manifestation of this concept is is an athlete, right? So you've got uh, your preseason, and often the preseason starts with very general fitness. And then as the preseason progresses, it gets more skill-specific. So think about um, uh, aerobic training, lots of lo- low-intensity volume to start with. And then as the season progresses, if you're an AFL footy player, the superior code, you start to use the ball a little bit more. That's for me. That's for me. <laughs> Snuck that in there. <laughs> as, the, as, the, as the preseason uh, progresses, you start to use the ball more, you focus on your skills a bit more, the general strength stuff sort of makes uh, changes a little bit to maybe a bit more specific strength. And then you're in season. And then that's where if you stay in season for too long, some deleterious things can happen. This is where players get injured. This is where you're always pushing that recovery stimulus threshold. And then you have your off season. My favourite season of all the seasons. <laughs> favourite season. And in the off season, you do nothing. You know, mm. there, There's a reason why a lot of uh, elite coaches tell their athletes, I want you for three weeks to don't even think about footy, don't even, don't even do anything, just completely switch off because it's a mental recovery as well. And then I'm thinking... If that's the gold standard, 
how does that relate to someone who's, say, a Jets member? Just a typical mum or dad or, or, or young person. And I still think we need to have a pre-season, an on-season and an off-season. And for most people, the on-season, the in-season part of the year will be summer because that's when they want to look their best and you know express their fitness. When you say on-season, is that your like season, you know, the regular season? I would think that's more of an off-season, you letting letting loose you're reaping the rewards right. yeah, of, the, right. of the year and you you know it's take it wearing the budgies at the beach going you know i don't have that beer belly anymore i'm walking walking tall that's right and i can have that extra dim sim on the barbie if i want to because yeah. it's the off season but if that's the case then the, then the, then the in-season portion of your year would be just before that maybe some awesome i feel like it almost works in with footy seasons in Australia yeah. at least. The off season is coming up that December time. Then you get to January, February, you're like, all right, we're on here. Pre season, gotta get that fitness back in. Then you start kicking off, you know, work, regular work year starts around March, same mm-hmm. as the footy season. Yeah. That's your that's your go period. I like that. And I, I like that a lot. And then if we think if we take that sort of timeline and put that into what we're doing with our training, our training should change, right? Mm. We can't always be pushing that threshold and pushing that that sort of red line, that recovery line, because otherwise we'll hurt ourselves and we won't we won't reap reap the benefits that we want. We won't get the results that we want. So just a little little you know this might be something we expand on a little bit more in the future. But just to plant a seed to all the, all those out there, if you're always towing that line of beast mode, I have to push as hard as I can, train to failure, push push push. That push. sounds like me. Yeah, stop. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is oh, and a good. Uh, a good a good uh, example of this happening is I've had clients in the past who have been that, then they go on holiday for a couple of weeks, they don't train, they come back and they're stronger and they're leaner and they feel a lot better because they've allowed their body to recover. So if you're out there and you're always sort of towing that line, think about your seasons. When is your season? When is your pre-season? When is your off-season? And your training should change um, to that schedule. And that might be something we expand, so expand on in, in the future. Yeah. Finding out you're on an off-season. Yes. That's right. Very cool, Bart. Well, to start things off today, I've got a bit of a different segment for both of you. Um, it's called Yay or Nay. I'm calling this segment Yay or Nay. And it's just personally, if you agree with this and you're fine with it in the gym, you yay it. Or if you're not, nay it. Okay. okay? Yay or nay. So we're going to go through the list. You're going to give me a quick yay or nay, no further deep dive, <laughs> and then we'll go back over them. And we'll talk about wow. them a little okay. bit. I'm okay. gonna find this hard not to like justify myself. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to wait to justify yourself. I just want a yay or nay okay. from all, all right. of you. Do you do you want to go? For, do you want like do you do it at the same time or do we do it in succession? Let's do it at the same time. It'll be fun. Okay, cool. Chaos reigns. Uh. Yeah, first one. Uh, over ear headphones in the gym. Yay or nay? Nay. 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 Okay. Dancing during rests. Nay. Yay. Okay. Couples kissing each other after Nay. a big set when they train <laughs> together. <laughs> no, oh, no, you no. can't be doing that. Uh, working out in groups of three or more. Not in a class scenario. Yay. Nay. Grunting. Nay. Yay. <laughs> Stringlets. Nay. Oh. Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nay. Okay. Asking for advice from regular random people. Yay. 
Yay. Hell yeah. Yep. Yep. Filming your own exercises. I'm yay. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you very much, guys. That's Let's all right. Is this a census? Are you going to take um, this information? This is a census. Yeah, it's okay. going to be in the next Australian <laughs> census. We're going to get that involved as a segment. Um, no, I just thought of these, some things, and I wanted to get your opinions of them. Mm-hmm. So over ear headphones, you both went with nay. Correct. Is that yeah. right? I'm also nay crew. Um, I have been a yay person in the in the past, mm-hmm. getting like a nice set of Beats headphones. or I used to wear my Bose ones, actually, mm-hmm. my quiet comforts. They just get too sweaty. They mm-hmm. you look like you're a bit. It's a bit much. It's a bit of a big day. Yes, but then you're also, I feel like, sweating it up, and it's not the best. And if like if you're doing like a very explosive movement, those suckers won't stay on your head. Like yeah. if you're doing That's some. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, some pretty nasty like cleans and box jumps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually think high intensity. How do they even stay on your head? Yeah. They clamp your head. They vice grip your head. <laughs> I have a a thing with in ear headphones that I've figured out with my ears. Um, if I have if I'm doing a really heavy set and I'm giving it my all, my mm-hmm. left earphone will fall out. But no, you're right. Not my right. Always, and it's like when I'm pushing my absolute limit. My ear, my, I don't know, it just pushes it out. Maybe it's got something with your masseter. Yes. Your chewing muscle. Maybe it's yeah. larger. That? Mm. Right. Probably because I'm chewing gum while I'm doing it. What else was there? Um, uh, dancing during rests. You said yay. Why? Oh, have a bit of fun in the gym. Yeah. yeah. Go for it. I'm for that. I'm all about I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm probably one that does a bit of that. A bit of mouthing the words that I'm listening to. A little to bit of a jiggle. Yeah. I, don't I don't mind a bit of a headbang. I do yeah. like seeing there's some like people at the gym I go to. Like she like one lady like dances fully on the treadmill, like does a full routine. I'm like, you go for it. Yeah, well done. Do whatever. If you feel comfortable, absolutely. Yeah. But just, just, just you need to rest as well. Yeah. I, I had I had a colleague once that in between each set he'd get, he'd always have a step next to him so he'd do a set of deadlifts or whatever and then in his rest breaks he'd just do step ups and yeah. it just doesn't doesn't make sense you need you need to rest you need, need to rest. replenish. Um, couples kissing after a big set when they're working out together. Yeah, I now I saw that. this the this is what actually kicked kicked it off for me. You this, saw it. I see it sometimes you see couples working out and it's fine. And it's it's actually nice. You like it's, it's look, they're nice. going, and then you see one of them do a big, and then it's like a congratulatory, mm. congratulatory kiss. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, okay, it's a bit, it's a bit much. It's a bit too much. I can't deal. Okay, it just <laughs> makes me cringe. Nick <laughs> hates it. Love I'm it. flat out getting my boyfriend to the gym. Like, <laughs> there is no way he is going to kiss me in the gym. <laughs> nor do I want him to kiss me in the gym. Just think of all the sweat oh, just dripping nah, off your face. Sorry. Oh, Gyms for working out, not making out. <laughs> oh, that's a quote. Um, thanks for that one. Uh, grunting. Now you were a name, Michaela, but you were a yay. Only not all the time. Like if you, if you, if it if it requires it, I'm yeah, yay. I yeah. think some people don't realize you need to let it out a bit. Um, <laughs> sometimes, not all the time. No. Um, have you seen in Pla- Planet Fitnesses in the states? They have a lunk alarm. Mm-hmm. which is this alarm that's in the gym that goes off if someone's grunting. That's or, right. Like, um, I think that's the worst thing you can possibly... Um, and, it like, they are the epitome of, like, a bad gym. They do. It's They're, they're also... They don't, they don't have squat racks, and I don't think they're allowed to deadlift in no, them. No, I've seen a lot of people get, like, kicked out for correct. deadlifting in them. I, I, I get the idea, though. You know, they're, it's a very non-intimidating environment, but if it's an environment that cancels out squats but and deadlifts... if you yeah. dare do it, we'll intimidate you by setting yeah, off an alarm. that's right. <laughs> um, stringlets. Now, I don't know 
Are they yeah. the string? They're singlets? the stringlets. Now yeah, I can't I say so. I haven't worn them in the past. I feel like Ooh. they're gone are the days of string. Look, look, eighteen-year-old Jacob might have been in the gym <laughs> for the first time, and you know it was a bit overconfident. And they were the the fashion trend at the time. I may have worn one or two, but I don't think they're the style anymore. No. Um, if you want to wear them, but I, I just don't think they're stylistically now. You know, agreed. Yeah, they'll um, come back. RPCs. They'll, they'll come back. May he rest. The originator. <laughs> <laughs> um, asking for advice mm. Now What did you guys say? We both said yeah Yes yeah. I think also yes Look you don't want to ask everyone for advice no. But I can tell you If there's that big scary guy in the gym That looks knows what he's doing He is going to be ecstatic If you If he If you're like hey um, How do you actually do this? Yes He will go above and beyond Generally Yes To help you out He'll love People like that love giving advice oh yeah and getting asked like obviously don't solicit advice to people unwarranted <laughs> but sometimes asking someone for advice if they look like they know what they're doing correct just a quick example i say yay i think that's awesome yeah. it happens, happens to me every now and then every now and then a member will see me and know that i'm the guy that's on that television screen in their gym and they'll ask me hey what, what are you doing what, yeah. what's your advice and i bloody love it mm. I could talk for ages and it's a good stuff. way to like start talking to people in the gym like rather than just putting your headphones in and walking around mm. doing your exercises if you see someone that looks really fit and strong and they know what they're doing mm -hmm. it kind of builds that connection in the gym like it's just another familiar face you can say hi to so I think it's a really good good way of building community Agreed. within the gym maybe Agreed. I don't have a familiar face enough to be asked because I soon <laughs> Jacob soon that's what I'm they'll see you on that assisted chin-up machine doing the kettle press down, kettle and, press they'll down and they'll say what is this revolutionary <laughs> exercise you've created um <laughs> and filming your own exercises yeah, yeah, just application. Yeah, if you want to look at your technique, that's that's awesome. Yes, some people will use it for social media, and yes. that's fine. Do yeah. it as you will. But also, it, it does help if you cannot see yourself in that, like a mirror, doing that certain exercise. Seeing what you're actually doing instead oh, of yeah. what you think you're doing is very helpful. Huge. Highly, highly encourage that. Yes. Well, that's all I have for yay or nay today, guys. Thanks yeah, I like for that. playing I like that segment. It was a lot of fun. I also like that you called it yay or nay and not yay, nay, and may. And may sort of in the middle. Mm, no, I, we I, don't I want any fence sitters here. None of that <laughs> stuff. None of that stuff. <laughs> Question time. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sound more excited. It's question it. time. Jesus. All right. So, question number one. Is the mind-muscle connection important? Mm. So the mind-muscle connection, you've heard of this before, I imagine. Yes. So we, when we think about the mind-muscle connection, we're literally thinking about the muscles that we're trying to engage and trying to work when we're doing a movement. So, for example, we're doing a bicep curl, we're connecting our mind by thinking about squeezing and contracting our bicep at the top, slowly, steadily stretching it on the way down. So we're connecting our mind to our muscle, the mind-muscle connection. It has a large, powerful potential, which was very surprising to me. When we look at the research, there's a bit of research behind the mind-muscle connection, and the way they sort of do the research is that they um, they get half the group to, to just focus on what's called external focuses, so just lifting the weight or just trying to move the weight as fast as possible, and internal focuses, squeezing the muscle and doing all that sort of stuff. And they've found quite a profound effect in terms of muscle growth to those who are thinking about the muscle that they're trying to connect. Harder to do in some movements than others. So 
it's important, particularly if your um, your goal is hypertrophy or aesthetics, so you really want to develop a certain muscle. It's really important, but isn't the be-all uh, and end-all. I suppose a good example of this is thinking about being a bodybuilder and thinking about being a powerlifter. A powerlifter doesn't do a squat, a deadlift, or a bench and thinks on the bench, for example, I need to squeeze my chest as much as possible. All they're thinking about is being in the right position, bracing hard, and then letting their muscles do what they do really well, and that's lift that weight as, as efficiently as possible. If they did have that internal focus, arguably they might not be able to lift as much weight um, as they could. On the inverse to that, if you've got, you got a bodybuilder who um, has been told they need to bring up their shoulders when they do their lateral raises, when they do their shoulder presses, they're slowing it down, they're thinking about the muscle to try and contract it as, as much as possible. And so there's benefit to it. But again, isn't the be-all and end-all. One good thing to think about as well. <laughs> I thought you were almost yeah, finished no, there, Bart. But nah, my brain's ticking over. <laughs> One more thing to think about as well is that some people find it hard to connect to some muscles. Yeah, I was going to say that because early mm. on, say your lats in the gym, you start as a beginner in the gym, you might not be able to actually connect your mind to muscle with the lat like you discover oh i'm actually i feel it now after mm -hmm. like training for a year and n never being able to do you know a row correctly or you think you're just going through the motions those different like obviously a bicep curl is the easy one because you always mm -hmm. can kind of feel that but like if you're a beginner in the gym you might not actually know where your lat is or Correct. like feeling what it is feeling like so or how to engage it yeah and a good sort of litmus test is if you've been lifting for a while um, just while you're sitting there, just try and engage your lat. All right, try and engage the other lat. And if you're struggling to do that, there could be, you know, there is potential for more connection. And so this happens a lot with new trainers. They don't know how to use their posterior chain. They don't know how to use their um, uh, their back muscles. And so here's a good tip. If you do struggle with connecting to a muscle, and this happens with, like, this can be even for squat, if you, if you struggle to connect to your glutes or um, or your shoulders, for example, if you find your traps are taking over, do an isolation movement before you do your compound movement. So an example might be um, if you're doing a, a row and you want to work on your lats and you can't really feel your lats, before you do your row, a straight arm push down or perhaps a dumbbell pull over to isolate the lats and really focus on connecting to that muscle before you try this big compound movement. And sometimes you'll find um, that it works and all of a sudden you can sort of feel where you're supposed to be feeling that motion, but it does take a bit of time. That's an awesome tip, Bart, because I always find that I come to you when I've got something, I'm like, oh, this muscle sore, or I'm not, I don't think I'm reaching it properly. And it's always like that simple exercise before that big compound exercise. And I find that it really helps. Nailed it. And that's why in a lot of the programs I'll write, the warm-ups will include some sort of glute exercise, some sort of shoulder blade exercise, and some sort of midline exercise, because those three points tend to be struggle points for a lot of people to yep. engage and, and leverage. Try it next time you're in the gym. Awesome. All right. Question number two. What's the best rep range for strength, muscle growth, and endurance? This is a great question. Now, it's, it's is it still up for debate? I know there's a general. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess general here. Yes. Strength, five to six. Uh -huh. Muscle growth, uh -huh. six to eight. Endurance, 10 to 12. This is very interesting. This is very but interesting. But I know there's a lot. That's the general consensus. Yes. But it's it's not the be-all and end-all, is it? No, it's not. But again, we'll talk general generalities, gen, general, we'll talk about general things here, all right? Okay. And I want to start with strength. So strength, you're right, lower reps. We're talking anywhere between sort of one 
to six-ish for max strength. Keep in mind that there's different types of strengths. There's relative strength, there's strength endurance, strength stamina, there's max strength. But for max strength or the typical strength that people talk about, low reps, high rest, all right? And then I want to talk about endurance. I'm going to talk about hypertrophy in a second. Endurance or stamina, localized muscle stamina, is sort of anywhere from 10 to to 50 or, or, or 100. But my, my recommendation is if you're in the gym and you're an endurance athlete, for example, and you're thinking, I want to work on my endurance with weights, I'm going to do a set of, of 20. Yep, you'll get some localized muscular strength endurance. But the, it's negligible how much that's going to, I suppose it's arguable how much that's going to impact your running or, 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 your, or, or whatever. Save your endurance for the sport that you do. Yep. When you're in the gym, you're there to get strong. You're there to fortify your joints. You're there to, to move your body and work on your mobility with weight as well. So endurance, yes, higher rep ranges, correcto. Um, but think about why you're doing those higher rep ranges. You're probably going to get more bang for your buck doing a bit more volume in the, in the sport that you're doing and saving the weights for, for your strength work. Now, saves hypertrophy to last because you can grow muscles in just about any rep range. And this, this is backed up by a number of studies. It could be a set of 30, a set of 40, it could be a set of 2, it could be a set, of, a set of 10. And so the recommendation of always having this novelty with your rep ranges is, is really important. So if you've been taught, if you've read Muscle and Fitness magazine for the past 15 years and idolised the men on the front of the cover and they're telling you to do the rep ranges of 8 to 12 and you never go outside that rep range, I can guarantee you if you either go lower than that or higher than that, you're going to see some sort of change in your body because of the novelty, all right? You can grow muscles in between 8 to 12 rep ranges and usually that's about the best range to be in because you have a little bit of strength, a little bit of endurance, a little bit of mechanical tension, a little bit of metabolic stress. You're in this sweet spot, but if you stay there for too long, it's not going to happen for you. So play with um, high reps, play with low reps, and periodize your training, the seasons of oh, training, seasons. as we mentioned here. Um, yeah. Uh, in fact, if you've never done, here's, here's one for you, if you've never done a program that involved working up to a max set of 20 back squats, do it. Your legs will blow up. It's incredible. It, it hurts. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie, but it's, it's, it's yeah. nuts. Thanks, Bart. Hey, that's okay. That's awesome. All right, but question number three, do you have any tips for parents trying to juggle fitness with a newborn? I'll tackle this one. <laughs> yeah, Jacob and his seven children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, I'll let you take this one. Thank actually, you. Bart. I bloody love this question because I have been so philosophical about this question for the past four months. My, my little boy Lysander is about four months old, a little bit, little bit older than that now, and I can safely say, due to this concept of the seasons of training, I am fitter in a different aspect than I was before he came along. How? I know. Magic question, hey. So I, I was very strategic about it. I did a lot of volume leading up to his birth, mm -hmm. knowing that I wouldn't be able to, to have the time to do that volume. So at the moment, I'm in the gym maybe three times a week. I try and go out for a ride on my bike every, you know, once, once or twice a week, but if that doesn't happen, that's fine. But my priority is strength training. Three times a week, one hour, um, bang, 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 and that's all I'm doing at the moment. And I've, I've leaned out. I've lost about three kilos, but I've kept my muscle mass, which is incredible. So aesthetically, I think this is the best I've, I've looked in, 
for a very long time. But, you know, my, my anaerobic threshold, my aerobic threshold is, is rubbish at the moment. So I've, I've switched my focus. And I think that's a really good thing to comprehend as a dad is that you're not going to make big waves in your fitness. You're not going to progress really far in the first year, two years, three years of, of this human being being in your life just because you have different priorities. But you can set yourself up for success. Yeah. And, and so this idea of aiming or, or making your goal maintenance is really important. So maintenance of your muscle mass, maintenance of your, of your um, body composition is, is really interesting. And one thing as well that we've, uh, Jane, my partner and I have sort of figured out, not 100% just yet, is allowing each other time to exercise. And I've got to say, she's like, when you have a partner that goes through labour and does everything within their power to keep this child alive and nourish them, you have a, a brand new respect for them. Like dads, we you know we we do what we can. You know sometimes we ha- you know we have to work. We're not around as much as we'd want to be. Yeah. Um. Our our priority and our role in that relationship, typically, you know, not in every relationship, is is a little bit um, different to the mum. But you have a, a whole new respect for them. But one thing that's really important is allowing or finding a way to allow your partner to train too, and yeah. that in turn has helped my my fitness because she understands how important it is for me. I understand how important it is for her. So we're sort of getting her training, you know, two or three times a week. Where we're at a point now where she can go into um, into the gym. Um, Lysander can look after himself to a point. She has to pick him up every now and then and, and do all that sort of stuff. And luckily, there's a gym nearby that allows us to um, to do that. And uh, so she gets her fitness in, and that learn to get easier for her. Yeah. So I think to to summarize here, change your intention. You're not going to make big big waves in your fitness. Um, Train for, for maintenance so that when you do have more time, you're in a good position to push the pedal on, on the volume and nutrition. Like there is no time in your life where food prep is more important. So <laughs> on, on the weekends, we cook everything. Just because just cause I know when I get home, I, I'll take over. I'll, I'll hold Lysander for a little bit. Um, we, we don't have time to, to cook as much as we'd like to, but we can always unload some food into some bowls and heat up some food prep. It's It's awesome. So get in the habit of food prep and that'll sort of save your ass quite a bit. So like with your training now, Bart, we were talking about the seasons. What kind of season would you categorise yourself and Jane Mm. in? Dad season. Yeah, like a (laughs) dad season. (laughs) What is that? Yeah, what what season are we in? Almost almost like a hiatus from from, from the sport. Yeah, it's like hibernation season. Like you're getting all the... Things yeah. ready, and now you're in the almost hibernation. You're season. right, and you could you could almost yeah hibernation season like a bear. Um, it, it could also be sort of a preseason as well. Yeah. You know, we don't want to lose what we've got, but we understand that we're we're not going to be as skill specific as as, as we as can be. Yeah. I, I think, but um, yeah, you just got to change your mindset. And like strength, yeah. strength training has been a godsend. You know, I'm um, I'm squatting three times a week, so my legs are uh, are as strong as they've ever been. I'm pulling three times a week. I'm pushing three times a week. I'm doing a lot more core work. Yeah. And then that's it. Like yeah. It's just wham, bam, and then get out of there. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Um, hey, there we go. Another one in the books. That's another one in the books today for um, the Personal Best Podcast. Um, and thanks for listening. Follow us on all the social tubes. Mm. Anything you want to say, Bart um, or Kayla? No. Um, no. I've said right. enough. Same. Peace out. <laughs> See you in the next one. Ciao. Thank you.